0: What would you like the power to
1: do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
0: Welcome back to this week's episode of the Talking Hockey Podcast. We have no tie here today, so it should be a good episode. Those typically go well um, because <laughs> we have no one arguing from a really emotional standpoint. and emotional we're all mad and at him crazy stand For not communicating, the fact that he wouldn't be here until... We hit record, basically. So what we're talking about today is there was a poll done on where fans think players will go during the trade deadline. There's really not much more else to talk about, so we're going to keep this episode really short for you guys tonight. Eric, hit us with the first one. Well, you guys wanted to start off with the Leafs trade, or do we not really care about that one? Like- Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use, leave a review on Apple, visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and
2: Martin.
1: It's kind of minor. Getting a really just getting a defensive defenseman and yeah. Zingle, who they then uh, waved, waivers. and then got picked up by San Jose, and he's now playing on the second line. So San yeah. Jose now has Barbonov, who they've waved on the
0: first line, and <laughs> Zingle. On and I'm I mean, This line. is something that I I find so fascinating is like, oh, Leafs don't know how to keep their depth, and it's like there's only so what much depth you that gonna can do keep on a on a roster. Yeah. Like there's way more rules for a reason. And they have yep. more depth than most teams, which is why their 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th forwards get claimed off waivers. And then There's end up so somehow on
1: do. second lines and first yeah. lines across the NHL. <laughs>
0: and they're like, I mean, oh, the like, oh, they have so many points. And it's like, well, yeah, a guy that was going to get not even fourth-line minutes in Toronto is getting second-line minutes. What do you what do you want? Of course, you're going to get yeah, more Barbernau's points. Yeah, on like, like a 50-point pace. In goal
1: we'll see what he does. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, anyways, I just thought that was funny because I'm I just saw happy Nick Richie's gone.
0: I this is one thing I saw a lot of people giving like criticism to Dubas for like having to get rid of a second and third round pick to get rid of Richie, second I, or third round pick. Yeah, I think that's what I said. I, I think you said and, but maybe well, I I meant, okay, yeah, I meant or, but I this is what I admire a lot about Dubas is he's probably the only GM in the league that I mean, recognizes in league. his failures quickly right. and then, then addresses them mm-hmm. and actually talks really politely about it he didn't say like nick ritchie was a failure he just said it didn't work out and we had to do right like do right by our players yeah. is basically a slogan there's not many other gms who recognize their mistake a lot of them go all in on their mistakes and we talk about a yeah lot they double
2: down
1: that. yeah even Dzingel said he appreciated the candidness because i think like, yeah. he came out in an interview saying uh Basically, it was nice that he called him, told him like, "Don't pack your shit. Like, you're not. (laughs) We're waving you. You're not actually coming here. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you're You're not not coming coming here. here. Just wait it out. And now he (laughs) instead of going from Arizona to Toronto to San Jose, he's going straight to San Jose. I'm guessing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. The I agree. He he's good at him and there's a few other GMs that are good at recognizing their mistakes. I think we've talked about this before. Uh, Rutherford was very good at. like, you know, he made a lot of mistakes, but at least he, co- he cut bait really quickly on those mistakes. So, you know, some respect there, at least. Again, like you said, not doubling down. Um, there's a few other guys out there, but he was the big one that I always remember because he constantly signed a guy, too much money, too bad acquisition, and then tossed them aside within like a year. Yes. Yeah. You know, which I like. Yeah, which is and most and of them have
0: been getting rid of Lou Lamorello's mistakes from a contract perspective. I think this was like his first one where it was him. You could argue yeah. that like the core four are his mistakes too and overpayments, which we've done and the media has done yeah, for a long to time. Not but
1: get into that. no, unless
0: ties here, then we can. Yeah, get into- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about that other than like I think I still think he waited a bit too long on Richie.
0: Yeah. So well, it seems like the guys in the room, well, he did him.
2: wave him yeah, at one point. Right. So he was like, Hey, maybe he will get claimed. Yeah. But then he waved him yeah. like
0: three or four weeks before. I wish he uh, didn't even
1: did. make the mistake in the first place, but at least he got rid of him. It's going to suck. It was losing it. It. I think it was it's going it. to suck losing a second round pick for it. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't know about anyone else, but I never had hope of that sounding from the start. It was like the second that signing was made. Even if it was a leagueman contract, I would have went, why? I mean, yeah. he
0: just, he's, it was a completely useless acquisition. Uh, and it just goes to show that, man, like all these boomers that want the Leafs to sign a big, tough, like left winger. We had that in Richie, and he put up no fights, nothing, stupid penalties all the time. like. Yep. He's the core, definite, like core example of why that's useless.
1: Hey, Don Cherry wanted them to draft Nick Ritchie over Nylander. Remember, just remember that every time you look mm-hmm. at Nick Ritchie, you could you look at that and go, "That's what the Leafs would have had if they were it just slightly closely. more stupid." I think Nick Ritchie went right behind him. Really. Yeah, he
0: did. Anaheim yeah. got him. Leafs got Nylander got fifth him. or something, and I don't know. Yeah, there was a clip that always goes viral whenever Nick Ritchie does something stupid from yeah. Leafs fans who are like, "No." Yeah, because um, John Trier
1: is like, good draft, the good Canadian boy, not the
0: soft Swede, essentially. Yeah, basically. Yeah, there was, was just, another, was actually, um, thing that we could talk about briefly uh, that Martin shared in the group chat today about the Montreal Canadiens not having, like, a scout team, a coaching <laughs> oh, yeah. team, or, like, <laughs> yeah, anything. Was like, Was that, like, a real interview, that? or was that, like, just a fake?
2: I don't know. Could be fake.
0: I'm going to look it no, up. No, I don't Borton. think it's fake.
2: But I uh, thought Eric said something about this being true like a year ago.
1: Yeah, so sure. Eric Engels, uh, works for Sportsnet, interviewed Jeff Gordon. And Gordon basically, uh, Gordon was like astounded. He was like, how does how do the Canadians not have a skills coach? How do they not have an analytics department or like an established development program? Um, like they just didn't have anything. Um that you need in an organization. And especially because they're not the coyotes, they're not the senators. They don't have like, you know, they're not limited by their funds to bring these people in. So it was just pure incompetence to essentially just not bring, like not establish these teams. So now Gordon's in there who ran the Rangers and the Rangers. No, they have never had a good development program in my opinion, but they do did a lot of other things right over his tenure, but um, it, it's like he's just walking in there going like, "What the hell? Like, how are you so incompetent?" And like, I think it was Luke that said in the group chat like, "Their GM, Bergeman won GM of the League of, of the Year a Not year after. ago."
0: Not even a year <laughs> it ago. Just
1: goes to show how crappy this award is. Like, just how absurdly crappy that award is and how it's given out that like jeff gordon's literally shit talking the guy who left because he's literally like that's how like nhl guys never do that like when when can you think of the last time like a gm or you know anyone took a gordon isn't the gm i think he's the uh president or whatever but um when's the last time a guy walked in and then was literally just looked at the organization and went like they have nothing and he's just asta- astounded by the scarce canadian coaching how scarce the canadian coaching and management were essentially yeah. like, he's literally just saying like this is so bad i need to like openly say this in an interview it's not even but a gordon, leak Gor- or anything Gordon's, like
2: that. gordon is a different type of of gm in comparison to the the old boys club is he the
1: gm or is he president now yeah Yeah, i'm forgetting yeah
2: he's the president of hockey ops yeah yeah so uh, it's
1: just like and they're they're just so rich they have so much money to spend and they just didn't do any of this and it was and it's been obvious like we've talked about the lack of i didn't okay to be fair i didn't know they didn't have like any development program in place at all and I didn't know that they didn't have a skills coach, but I think you can look at their prospects' development and see how most of them have gotten... They get almost arguably worse in the Canadian system. Like, yeah. Caulfield jumps into the NHL right away and kills it, and then the longer he spent in the Canadians' like development system, whatever it is, he's gotten worse over time. Yeah, and Like, I a know. lot of their prospects... Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And so maybe Montreal has had great a great drafting or a great scout system, but and they drafted all these really great players and they had a lot of potential like two, three, four years ago. And we've looked and all of these guys basically that they drafted that had all this potential completely fizzled out. And it's mm-hmm. probably because they didn't have a skills coach or a development program in place and all this other stuff right so
0: yeah it, it does seem like poor leadership from the guy who won what is supposed to be like a great leadership award but um yeah. anyways <laughs> I, I just thought that was something that we could talk about really briefly because no, that's that's a, that that's a pretty big thing to come out and say this was a shit that's organization a, that's a is basically... huge
1: thing to come out and say yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I would i think like these guys never it seems, do that Like it seems could... big yeah and i think like that's an indictment like I have a hard time believing Bergeron gets a GM position again if, like, if this he's is already how badly he,
0: he's a special advisor in LA. Yeah. yeah. Isn't special he? Special advisor. But I mean, GM, like, though. I don't, see, I, don't he,
1: I mean, he won GM of the year, so
0: they might just look at that and go, okay, he can be your GM. But think like, about this, though. The fact Jeff that he's Mol- an advisor. Oh, Jeff God. Molson was probably like, oh, I liked Bergeron. He was pretty good. Now Gorton comes in and he's like, you are missing so much stuff. I'm sure his reference might change in terms of yeah. like the guy that he's worked with before. And, and maybe Jeff was just like really hands off. Cause it sounds like you would be really hands off if that's like the, the team yeah. that you let him build, which was not very in depth. So I don't really know, but it doesn't sound like there's going to be much encouragement there from Molson to be like, yeah, you should go hire this guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, all, all I know is you shouldn't be hired. like, I can't point to anything Birdman has done well yeah, over his tenure. Like at least with some GMs, they did like something well, you know, drafting, development, success on the ice, blah 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 blah. But he like failed at everything. So I'm like, what is he advising on? Yeah, <laughs> like, Martin, you he had a couple good years of drafting. That was it.
2: Especially considering how long the Canadians will suck. Like Molson's. Rev, yeah, where uh, put them in. <laughs> review or like reference for Bergeron will just continually go down. The more years, yeah. they're shit, and they're gonna be crap, trash for a while. Like, yeah, it's, it's not looking good in Montreal. <laughs> yeah.
1: and they've already started uh, tearing. Like we talked about it last week already. So let's not get into to full, t- fully trade again. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. the the but other big the fan story. List. Yeah, so I think the other big story that's, like, coming up is, like, the trade deadline, March 27th, I think Martin said. Um, And there's, like, people... 21st. So there's people releasing, like, polls on where they think players will end up. So they looked at, like, you know, some of the top defensemen, forwards, goalies, everything like that, and asked where people wanted them to go or if they were even going to get traded. And it seems like, you know, the top defensemen that are also on the trade TSN trade bait board, if one of you want to open that up, are guys like uh, Chitrun Klingberg, Ben Sherratt, um I think Mark Giordano was on there as well. Um, on the defensive Chicharun. side, and then there's... Uh, uh, I said that's Chicharun. the first thing one I said. Oh, was
2: it? Uh,
1: Nick Letty, there's, and then there's a few others. And then on the forward side, um, we had a lengthy conversation about this in our group chat and I think we'll re-bring it up on the podcast because I want to hear Martin's opinion but um, guys like Thomas Hurdle uh, Claude Giroux JT Miller um, Jake DeBrusk, Phil Kessel Max Domi, Brandon Hagel Andrew Kopp are some of the um, the bigger uh, forwards that are also on the TSN trade report am I missing yeah. anyone that you guys are seeing?
0: Uh, Claude Drew, Thomas Hurdle, Giordano, Justin Braun, Gorgiev. I think you mentioned all these. Yeah. Our, I didn't realize Gorgiev, but I guess he'd be under the goalies. Toronto first rounder is ranked number 17, and Arizona cap space is ranked 25th in the top <laughs> trade bait. <laughs> board. <laughs>
2: the cap's face is funny.
0: yeah that's pretty jokes. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the they usually now, so. do put the first round
1: picks out there if they know
2: that yeah, a they team do. Is,
1: a team is
0: considering trading it um, yeah from
1: I remember from previous years but anyways
0: and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. And now we'll get back into
1: the show. So um, the poll that was run, uh, it's uh, so like for Chicharron, for example, uh, 35% of people said he wasn't going to get traded, which kind of makes sense. Like, why would Arizona trade a cost controlled 24 year old defenseman? Like he's even if they go through a rebuild, he's still in their timeline. Yeah, I agree. Right, but then the uh, but people the top four trade targets or top five trade targets that are that people thought he might go to was L.A. Um, makes sense, young rebuilding team that could use Chitron, Florida, Mm -hmm. Boston, the Rangers and Oilers. Essentially, if I'm looking at those five teams, Oilers, Rangers make most sense to me and Boston. So three make of most the five sense. teams. Yeah. I like I don't I don't see LA. I don't understand LA. Because why? they have so many defensemen coming up in their system already. Sure. They're not like again, he's a younger guy so I you know, I can see the why they would want it. But I also don't think Florida is a real option for him. Like I I don't see them needing him right now like the way the team's buzzing.
2: No. Um, I agree.
1: And then Boston, obviously Boston's been Missing a top four defenseman for a while now, uh, the Rangers' awful defense corpse behind Adam Fox basically. After that, there is not much there, and there is a bunch yeah. of like younger rookie guys that you know are have potential but aren't quite there yet. And then the Oilers, for obvious reasons, right? We, I think we've talked yep. about this a million times. No need to get into the Oilers' mess, but uh, and I he, think he'd sought into the top pair there, or at least second pair, quite easily. And I think
2: Edmonton. Is like the team that should try to get them the most.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the Oilers have their first round pick. They have, um, I mean, I I was about to say they do have some prospects, but they really don't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, They don't have much, I should say. Uh, But they can offer their first round pick. They can offer their, oh, they can't offer their second round pick because it's a conditional pick that they need for the Keith from the Keith trade, so they can use their second round pick from or first round pick from next year. Um, prospect wise, I don't know Dylan Holloway, maybe um, Tyler Tulio. Uh, that's kind of it. I think those are the only types of prospects people really look at when it comes to uh, Chicharun. But yeah, he slides in there, right? Like he's better than yep. Barry CC. Bouchard, Broberg, uh, better, better than Darnell Nurse arguably, um, and way better paid because Darnell Nurse is about to go on a nine point two million dollar contract per year for the next six years or seven years or some of like that. Um,
2: yeah, so I, I any think he other makes teams? a lot of sense there.
0: Yeah,
1: any other teams you guys can think of, or anything I no. didn't really address there?
0: No, no. I don't want to take okay. ten years on this list of
1: all right. Might okay, happen. so we'll go. Well, we're only going to talk about the main ones. I don't really care okay. about speculating as to where Ben Sherrod is going to go. <laughs>
0: like
2: for, Good. Even for though he's second on trade minutes.
1: bait, yeah. Even though he's second on trade bait, like he's such a like he's going to suck no matter where he goes. So I bet he goes. Um, we to did Calgary. say this was going to be a quicker podcast, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, John Klingberg, uh, if he does get traded by Dallas again, Dallas is six points out. Of a playoff spot right now, though they do have two games in hand. And I know we wanted to talk about the playoff race a bit. The East is basically set, so we know who's going to the playoffs in the East, right? It's the Panthers, Lightning, Leafs, Bruins, Hurricanes, Penguins, Rangers, Caps. Unless like there's basically a miracle run by yeah. one of the teams. Unless there's like an insane run, but like you just look at the standings and there's like such a gigantic gap. I don't see I don't foresee any team
0: shitting the bed either that's yeah. in the playoff spot so maybe nobody the rangers, nobody's like,
1: like on a ridiculous hot run like even the rangers who are on a ridiculous hot run from their goalie still have so much breathing room yeah you but know, if they like lose they're... the
0: goalie for even like...
1: i know but even if they lose the goalie there's a 16 point gap between them and the blue jackets that's true <laughs> you <know>? like, that's, <laughs> so they'd have to be really really bad and they still have Georgiev behind them and stuff like that so true Anyways, but yeah, so th- those teams are set. So Klingberg, the top, um, the top three are Carolina, Florida, and Boston. Again, I don't necessarily really see the fit on any of those teams. Like I, yeah. I, I can see Klingberg going to Carolina; like he'd fit in there. But I, I, I don't really like. Boston's the only one I really see as a good fit.
2: Yeah, I was going to position. say Boston. but do they have room
1: boston that's a good question they can make room because they have um they have bad con like they don't have cap space right now and they only have they don't have anyone on ir ltir or anything like that but they can move some guys like jake DeBrusque. he's making 3.6 million dollars Right, so if they move, they have a million dollars in cap space right now. If they moved Jake DeBrusque, even gave him like used him in the deal for Klingberg, right? As an example, yep. that's enough. Klingberg's cap space, cap it is only four point five million, so they can yep. make they can make room for him. Is what I'm saying. Like they have they have the the to
2: move. Boston, of teams in the East, like needs the most help, and Klingberg's yeah, I mean, one of those guys that's a game changer. Like he said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause right now, their top four is Charlie McAvoy, Brandon Carlo, Mike Riley, Matt Greslick, maybe. Like, Klingberg fits in really well there as an offensive defenseman. Like, Mike Riley's solid offensively, but Klingberg is a whole nother level, right? Yeah. Exactly. And unfortunately, they also signed Derek Forbert to a ridiculous $3 million deal for the next three years, which is looking really stupid with their current cap situation. But, um,
2: I think, yeah. Whatever. I think Dallas, Dallas should trade Klingberg, and I think it should be Boston, or like.
1: Yeah, I I mean, mean, the thing is, if Dallas, (laughs) if Dallas does trade Klingberg, I think that also means they have to just go full rebuild, right? And we'll have another episode discussing like in detail when we have better better updates on the trade bait board and everything like that. But like again, Pavelski, Radulov, and Klingberg. All on expiring de- deals. So if one of them goes, I feel like you have to trade all of them at that point, you know. Yep. And Pavelski can get a haul. Um, yeah. Uh, ben Sherrod, not going to talk about him. Hampus Lindholm. I also don't see Hampus Lindholm getting traded. I don't know why. He's um, on the on this list here. Like An- yeah. Anaheim, they're not like they're not a competitive team, but they're. In the race, so to speak, for the last um, last playoff spot, essentially. Like, they're tied at 59 points with the Oilers and Kings. They have three more games played, but still, um, they're in it. And Lindholm, is, though Lindholm, again, is a UFA at the end of the year. And he isn't signed right now. So he'd be a good rental. But and he, him along with but Raquel. He,
2: but he'd be good for Anaheim in their potential window wouldn't
1: he anaheim anaheim doesn't have a potential window (laughs) right now (laughs) they're very out of a window (laughs) like but based
2: on where where the pacific stands like i don't know
1: i don't think so because he he, he's a free agent after this year he's 28 so he's on the downslide right now he's been on the downslide. um i do I, i think i mean i think the ducks would be smart to trade him because even if they make the playoffs they're not going to do anything there but i think i i suspect the ducks won't end up selling cuz if they do sell Lindholm they also have to trade Raquel like cuz Raquel's the same age and 3.7 million dollar contract they can get a haul for Raquel
2: too you know like Raquel But they could get millions. a haul for Lindholm
1: That's what i'm saying like if you trade one of them you trade both of them but I just don't see them trading either of those guys because I feel like they think they can make the playoffs, I suspect. And again, we've talked about how playoff revenue is more important right now. I don't want to speculate on where Lindholm would go because we're just going to name a bunch of teams that could all use a yeah. defenseman, and that's like no. every team in the NHL. Like I do. And it seems like right now there's a lot of defensemen available, like Giordano, Lindholm, Klingberg, Chuchun, Like I feel like defenseman values can get lowered a bit if uh, if all of these guys are on the market. But if only like one or two of these guys end up on the market, then they, they, these can be bigger deals.
2: Like, I guess uh, what I'm saying is you could easily sign Lindholm this off season. Like, I don't see why we couldn't and then trade him later.
1: That's true. I, but uh,
2: I, don't I think they should trade him.
1: I agree. I, th- I think that if I'm in him, um, I trade Raquel and, and Lindholm. But yeah. uh, the next guy on this list is Giordano. Guess where everyone thinks he should go. The Flames. Yeah. <laughs> that's like 50 or 40% of the vote.
2: I, because he only has one year left on his deal. It makes a lot. It makes of sense, sense,
1: but it also like Seattle put him as captain, didn't they? Yeah,
2: like, but yeah, they've had a talk with him apparently, or they're going to have a talk with him. Like, I would want to move if I was him. What he's mm-hmm. thirty eight or whatever. Yeah, he's 38. Seattle's de- done. Like they're they're nowhere close mm-hmm. to a playoff. They're last, I think. Yeah, so, no, like, they're done. They're if not. If you can trade him. him moves. And send him home to Calgary, who's in first in that division. Like, that'd be sick for him.
1: Yeah. Except Calgary right now, after the Toffoli acquisition, has no cap space. That's true. The, and I don't even see how they... I, unless room. they get rid of Zdorov and Goodbranson somehow, I don't see how they make room for him. Luckily, both those guys aren't UFA deals, but still. I just, <laughs> there's They don't have any room. Like...
2: Uh, Like
1: Right now their deadline cap space is $870,000 unless they make some moves or someone goes injured or something like that.
2: Where else do the people say he should go? Because he should move. He should definitely move.
1: Yeah, well, the the other uh, teams were, again, everyone keeps voting Florida, Boston, and the Rangers, (laughs) basically. Maybe using these polls is flawed because every defenseman is just going to get linked to the three teams that possibly need one. I guess. But um I think if you're getting Giordano, you're you're getting a top four guy and he's really good defensively, so I I still think like the Rangers. If the Rangers really want to go in on this year, I think they need a defenseman more than Florida or Boston does. The Leafs are also on there. Um I think he'd be cool on the Leafs, but I don't
2: think they need him. I don't think they yeah. could fit him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, well definitely not. Actually no, they can if Muzzin stays on L T I R till the end of the year. Yeah. Till not till the end of the year, till the playoffs time. Uh going to forwards now, Thomas Hurdle, top two
0: teams are Boston and the Rangers again. Um I, I wanna say this. Thomas Hurdle has the exact same cap hit as Jake Muzzin. Yep. <sighs> exact same. <laughs>
1: Leafs aren't really on like this, this to top happen. five. The other three are the Wild, Avalanche, and Carolina. I actually like the Avalanche for one of the top forwards, and it's not just Thomas Hurdle. Like Giroux, JT Miller, Pavelski, apparently Early Brock Vessers, uh potential yeah. candidate to be moved to. Uh, I like Minnesota for all of them because we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but uh, they have a lot of dead cap space coming up, so this is their year to go all in. If they don't go in this year, then you know they have seventeen to twenty million dollars tied up in their cap for the next three seasons after this one.
2: So, yeah, they need they need to they need to go go for it this year. Um, they do. And they should probably add definitely something. And they, they can need.
1: add like they have yep. eleven million dollars, twelve million dollars of cap space. Yeah, they could they could legitimately add Thomas Hurdle. And Joe Pavelski and be like the best team in the league, you know? And give up – they'd have to give up a shit ton,
2: but still. They would. They would.
1: Uh, and they they need a center, I think, which is why Hurdle or Pavelski are the ones that I'm talking most about. I don't think they need wingers, really, uh, when I look at their team. I mean, like Kaprazov, Zuccarello, Fiala, Marcus Fuligno, Jordan Greenway, Ryan Hartman, all these guys are wingers. You know, when I look at their centers, like Joel Erickson-Ack – and then after that, Nick Bjugstad, or yeah, they don't really have a strong center group. So if they can get, grab Pavelski or Thomas Hurdle, or even Giroud, though Giroud isn't really a center anymore, uh, that would be huge Hur- for the team. Hurdle
2: makes a lot of sense. But I've heard Ro stuff makes like too he's much not and trade it. Like, I don't know. I don't know about what's happening with Hurdle.
1: Hurdle makes a lot he, of sense. I think he
2: should make. He should want it out. Like it makes sense for him yeah. to want out. But and does then... it make
1: sense he's for not San, the, he's San not Jose? He's the
0: captain, right? is the captain?
2: is the captain. Couture's the
1: captain, uh, Couture's yeah. The captain, yeah. yeah uh, Thomas is an assist, uh, assistant captain, though. But along with Brent like, Burns. Yeah, it doesn't really Assistants mean Assistants
2: don't mean very
0: much. Yeah.
1: No. but It's like being it an doesn't... assistant
0: coach. What do you really do? You just sit there and pretty.
1: So it did... my question is, does it make sense for San Jose to trade him? Again, he's 28. Again, which means this year is his last peak year. Basically, it's probably all downhill
2: from here. Most likely. Yeah, they should trade him 110. So why wouldn't
0: it make sense to trade him if it's his last
2: peak year? Why'd you ask that? And then just well, because because then (laughs) they're straight reasonable. Well, because
1: they're already locked in. So the reason why I asked is because they're already locked in.
2: Oh, they're fucked. They've known they're fucked guys. for a while. So do they like,
1: just they just give up now? Like, I'd...
2: well, there are a five hundred team, like over halfway through the season. Like they're not doing anything this year, and next year everybody's just getting a year older, and Hurdle's probably getting paid more money. So, like, I think uh... they need to... you need to yes. cash in yeah. when you have yeah. the ability to cash in. In my opinion,
1: I agree. I, this
2: is like the prime opportunity to cash in on a huge cash cow. Like this is
1: to be honest, they probably the house should have tra- in this market. <laughs> to be honest. I probably should have traded him earlier because right now they might get like a first round pick and a decent prospect, but they could have gone a lot more for him like last year. Um again, yes. like I said, like they're locked into Brent Burns, Vlasic, Kutur, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns. But they're
2: screwed. They're just screwed. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's...
1: they're, they're lo- so it's like, do you do you continue to lock yourself in with hurdle because no. you know he's still going to be sick for another two that's to three double, years?
2: That's that's getting back to what we talked about at the beginning. That's doubling down. We need to. Yeah. yeah
1: okay. So we're saying you made
2: mistakes in other places, so you need to trade him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, because like if I, if I were San Jose, and you didn't have all these other crappy contracts in, I'd lock him down because I think yes. he's good enough to be locked 100%. down. So, I think t- and the team that trades for him is going to want to lock him down as well, which is also why, you know, Minnesota might be more hesitant because they can't, they most likely can't lock him down unless they move like Matt Dumba or something, which is also uh, a thing that's being reported right now that Minnesota might do. Uh, what, yeah. trading Dumba? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about that. The next guy after Thomas Hurdle is, but I heard, Giroux. I heard that.
2: Just quickly, I heard that talk was they were they said it, and then they were like, "But not till the summer. Like that's a summer thing."
1: Yeah, yeah. I will. They they don't need the cash to sign hurdle now. They need it for the summer, right? So if they acquired him at the deadline, they don't necessarily need to sign him right now. But yeah, I I get it. Uh, Giroux, guess who the top team is that he's reported to be going to? Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> uh like seventy percent of people said Colorado. And then there's another couple percent that said Minnesota, Florida, St. Louis. Um Avalanche makes a ton of sense. Although then there's been conflicting reports with like Adrian Dater saying Drew only wants to go to the abs, and then Michael Russo or someone saying no he doesn't. Well there I, was also that report true.
2: like last week saying Drew wanted to wait and see where the flyers are at and it's like you're like 15 games <laughs> below yeah. 500 man where <laughs> the hell are, are
1: you going
2: <laughs> what are you talking about you should want out of you're fighting
1: to right not now. be last behind yeah. the devils Is what you're doing
2: you That's have a chance if you have a chance to go to colorado who's like Unbelievable. And and if you want
1: to go back to the Flyers, then just go back after. Yeah.
2: Like, Like, try to to win your cup. Like, you have a genuine opportunity to win a cup on Colorado.
1: Well, because and I think Giroux is also one of those guys that had a chance of getting into the Hall of Fame at one point, like earlier on in his career. But he kind of stalled out, and because the Flyers Mm -hmm. never really went anywhere, I think he lost like that chance. So, if if he's thinking legacy wise, I feel like you have to go to the Avs. You know.
2: Yeah. And it's literally only three months at this point. Like, you can yeah, leave your well, family you deep into the playoffs, in Philly. It's like... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. again, he's, he's also can... rich enough that you could rent a condo out. Like, beautiful-ass condo in Denver. I'm also not
1: sure how the abs fit him in.
2: Like, cap-wise?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, they don't have a lot of cap space. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know how they fit him in. If they need to trade someone... Um, To like fit him in or something like that but or get like double triple retention you know like give him to montreal then who goes to arizona who then ends up on colorado type thing you know uh that's the only it's the only way i can unless they trade a good forward and they don't really want to lose a good forward to get a good forward you know so uh yeah i mean i like the abs for drew personally uh, the other one, JT Miller. I know. Uh, Ty really wants JT Miller for the Leafs specifically. And then, it,
2: then stuff came out, like literally saying he was traded or something, and then that was like backtracked.
1: Or... That was yeah, that was false. I don't know why he sent that because I immediately went and looked, and I didn't see anyone reporting it, so I was confused.
2: No, no, no. There was actually stuff like Friedman reported that it was like stuff talks were like happening between the Leafs and. True. Vancouver.
1: Well, regardless, uh, JT Miller, the most likely destination, according to most people, is the Rangers, which makes sense. He used to play there and everything like that. Which also doesn't make sense.
2: He'd be wasted on the Rangers because the Rangers, in my mind, are like the bottom of the East for threat to do anything this playoffs. I agree. And the Rangers don't need forwards.
1: They've been fine with scoring. They've been – it's – they're – leaky defense and
2: he's a, he's, a, he's a point per game player that hits and shit like he's gonna cost an arm and a leg to get <laughs> like the rangers yeah. should not be giving up that and he has of... another year left on yeah. his deal too yeah so that's he's not sort of, a rental that sort of money to get a guy like that like they don't yeah. need that yeah that yeah, wouldn't I, that I wouldn't push them that. over the edge it would push a team like the Leafs over the edge like like I, I agree, night. like, like J-
1: JT Miller makes a lot of sense for the Leafs, but I just don't see how they get they out of giving way too much, yeah, fitting him unless Muzzin's completely out until playoffs and if the least want to give up like a really good prospect, which they might not want to do, because again they have cap issues down the
0: line well, right? especially, Bro, like, they need give the give up ELCs. a cap space <laughs> sorry, cap let me, sorry not, cap, give up, not give up a cap space, give up, <laughs> give up a prospect Give up I wish. Nick Robertson, bro. Um the more time goes on, the more time I'm like, we're never gonna see Nick Robertson in a Leafs uniform <laughs> and wow us. Like it's just never gonna happen. I'm like totally fine with Damn, trading that giving hay. up on Nick Robertson, eh?
1: Yeah, all of twenty Throwing years Justin old Justin Hall. All of twenty years old.
2: Leafs are pretty close to all in at this point. Like they need to be.
0: Isn't JT Miller signed throughout the re- like more years or no?
1: No, yeah. you, it's this year and next year. The issue yeah. is if they did acquire him, they can't fit him in the cab next year. Like, there's no way.
0: Sure, there is. You get rid of Muzzin. You get rid of Hall. Okay, so just get rid of
1: your top two top four defensemen. And
2: but you uh, you still have Sandine and Lil Liligren.
1: And, pr- and you pray that those Jeez, two are going to be the, your second pair.
0: <laughs> that's and then and you that's, that's, a, that's a move. You still have Lye Birchkin or whatever whoever they got. There's no R in the name. There's no R. I don't don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while.
1: I'm just saying he's not not a top four defenseman.
0: I think Mezen's gone next year. Um,
1: you're saying Muzzin's gone as if like uh, if, he, he's, if he's he been this bad this year if, if they suck six this point, year 5.6 million dollars
0: like there's not many teams that are going to be like oh, I No, he's that. won a cup he's won a cup he's tradable he, he, once you win a cup you're tradable forever the rest of your career Doesn't especially
2: matter. if they win a cup this year yeah like That's if you I don't think JT Miller yeah. cut, trade you become a very a favorite. big cup, cup contender true. like favorite
0: true 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 like you have to and then you can trade in the offseason because if you don't Get past the first round this year, one of the core fours going. Oh f- and then you have room.
2: There's mayhem if they don't get past the first There's round.
0: actually mayhem.
2: I think Tavares <laughs> is the
0: first and at this point, Tavares is the they, first one gone, but but they aren't going
1: to make it past the first round. That's
0: I <laughs> know <laughs> not- that's what I'm saying. Just go
1: like for JT Miller. Even, even if it's not a lose. choking job, even if it's not a Columbus slash Montreal oh, choking job, it won't be. They're a just gonna job. get
0: outplayed because it's gonna yeah. be Tampa or Florida. Or it's going to go game seven, and it's going to be seven overtime games in a row. And it's just going to end with Vasilevskiy. Vasilevskiy is going to throw two <laughs> shutouts in a row in games in elimination games, and then it's going to be... C'est la vie. Ty's going to have a heart attack or kill himself. Yeah. There's no yeah. other scenario that I see happening. Most likely do, you guys, heart do you guys actually believe Ty when he says if the Leafs won a cup, he wouldn't care for 10 years?
1: No, I don't. He'd care in the <laughs> next season.
0: <laughs> I think
1: so too. <laughs> yeah,
0: he'd be like why Like if they, they
2: suck the next year, he would definitely care. But if they made the playoffs and like lost, he would be like, oh, okay. They want yeah, that. Like, fuck it. But,
0: but I think care. I think that's why the Leafs have to go in with someone for JT Miller, because it really doesn't matter. If you lose the first round, you're getting rid of someone anyways, and you'll have the cap space. If you don't, or if you if you win the Stanley Cup, it's worth it. And they can always trade JT Miller after, too. Like They, they can always to trade JT Miller. They, can, like, yeah. they have tradable... Yeah. Even though the contracts are massive, they have a lot of guys that are tradable, especially mm-hmm. if they win the Cup, as Martin said. And I think Jake Muzzin is a guy that is well-respected around the league. He'll get assets no matter what. It may not be what you want, but... Okay, so
1: if you were going to trade JT Miller, and let's say I told you first-round pick plus Nick Robertson and I, I guess... Uh, Amirov had that little uh, brain brain cancer Yeah. There. yeah. yeah. Uh, so let me, let's ignore Shard him. In. Let's not trade him. I'm going to say you can't trade him. Um, yeah, I'm going right, to say you no. can't trade him either. Um, but like, I don't know. And Sandine or Lilligrin. No, I'm
2: not sure I don't. Think I you throw, do
0: that. I might throw in Lilligrin, but I'm not throwing in Sandine that's for sure. What
1: about uh, I don't know, like one of their other prospects, like
0: a bunch of their other prospects. I'm not throwing in Matthew Knees or Nyes or whatever at, at this point. SDA maybe. I mean, SDA you throw
1: that in easy. Like that's not. Yeah, that's not even a that's debate. That's not
0: a Yeah. Uh, a Topi Nemo though. Mm, he's a defensive defensive prospect, right? Yeah.
2: Don't think of you a know,
0: I, I don't think I would. No.
2: Like Do they have a so good the reports post- that I'm prospect? hearing
1: is so the report. Uh, no, the Leafs don't have. I guess they have Ian Scott, Joseph Wall, but those guys aren't really good prospects anymore. Like they were at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what I'm seeing from Connects Twitter, and again, that's not necessarily an indictment on what management thinks, but they're basically saying that if the Leafs were to go for J T. Miller, they need to get Nimela. Would have to be a part of the the trade. And that's because he's a right—he's a right-handed defenseman, and he's sick. Like he's been extraordinarily good so far, and he's—and he was a third-round pick. Like he's—he, I think he's actually a legit top parent defenseman, in potential, obviously. So, like, do you include him, Nick Robertson, in a first for JT Miller? I don't know if I do. If it's just a first Nick Robertson, I probably do that. You know?
2: Why? Wait, why? Why don't we want to trade this Nimala guy?
1: Because if you're getting rid of Jake Muzzin potentially, Nimala is the guy that's going to take his place. I I like he Nimala could be the least best defenseman in three years.
2: You think he's that? Wow! I, I'm very
1: I'm very high on him. And if you look at his stats in the uh, in the uh, Finnish league, he's been in uh, Liga. He's been sick. Okay so
0: yeah i don't i don't know if I'd get rid of him i would get rid of lilligren robertson the first s d a and probably a couple of other draft picks the only untouchables would probably be um nalima and uh nice hmm.
2: they probably He's have probably to give up a, they probably have to give up uh like a roster player. Like one of these, but like that's not. Negative. They might have to
0: throw in Kerfoot. But I don't think they would. No, I don't um, think Vancouver wants a roster
1: player. I think they just want prospects. And, but I, uh, I'm, picks.
2: I'm just saying the Leafs might have to do that
1: for cap purposes. Maybe, yeah. Um, but anyways, moving on from J.T. Miller, then, uh, Pavelski top, and as people are expecting him not to be traded, over sixty percent of people don't think he'll get traded. From um, Dallas, but the right? people that do, yeah, from Dallas. But the people that do think he'll get traded is Minnesota and Avalanche. Uh, and I'm not really sure on that because, like, will the do we really think Dallas is just gonna trade in division to the Wild or Abs? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but he's so only he's got one more. Like is it the, the last year of his yeah
0: contract or
1: yeah? It's is the last year eight, of his contract.
0: He's making eight million.
1: Pavelski, yeah, I think. So. Jesus Christ, man. He's worth it. <laughs> worth every
0: penny. I think he Wild is. would be a good He's one. So good. I'm sure he would love to go to the Wild. It's close to his home town. Like um. I don't know. Again, I think, I'm I just having his...
1: and he has a modified no trade clause. So he can basically submit a three team trade list. So Minnesota might so maybe Minnesota, Avalanche, and someone else are the only teams on it. I don't know. I haven't seen any reporting about that. But mm-hmm. I just have a hard time believing Dallas wants to trade him in division.
0: That's How about cool. this? Leafs trade Tavares for Pavelski and a bit more. I would do I'm that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
2: If you can only trade in division, like that's the only thing you can do.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then Brock Besser. A lot of people seem to think he might be going to the Devils. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Maybe put
0: him beside Jack Hughes or something like that, but... Uh, Why would they I don't do that think this he's year? On... Hmm? There's no there's no gain for them this year to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there is gain for devils them doing are... that because he's twenty three or twenty four years old. And but I mean, uh... that's more
0: of like an off season trade. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Devils yeah, are
1: Devils are making the playoffs. Oh, for sure. Like they're they're last in their division behind the Flyers.
0: That would be a huge blockbuster trade at the trade deadline for two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> that would, that's what that. Would Anyways, be.
1: the only other interesting ones were Kessel. It seems mm-hmm. like a lot of people think he might go to the Penguins or Boston again. <laughs> I don't know that'd if that's amazing. just nostalgia speaking, but that'd be amazing.
2: I love it. That would be amazing.
1: Uh, Max Domi seems like most people think he might be going to the Leafs. Um, I think he'd fit perfectly in. I know Ty vehemently disagreed with me on that. Did he? Um, yeah, he did. He didn't like that. Idea. Ty just
2: wants JT. Like he just wants JT, JT Miller Miller's or Brandon Hagel, who's changers. the other.
1: Guy. He
0: was. I was with him last night when he he literally shouted, J, JT Miller to the Leafs, JT Miller to the Leafs." And then he posted in the group chat, "JT Miller to the Leafs," and none of it was true. And he's like, <laughs> oh, "Oh my my Twitter was guy so was excited. wrong." Yeah,
1: oh, that's cute. Anyways, those are all the big ones. Uh, I think we've. Gone on long enough. I don't really. Oh, have
2: any I want to just mention. Us. Did Did Nick Paul make that list?
1: No, Nick Where Paul Nick didn't. Paul?
2: Okay. He
1: wasn't even on this list.
2: Okay, we'll I talk to about him. I don't him think he's too. big enough
1: or important enough to be on that. Although he did have a decent year this year, didn't he? He had a decent year. Am I year? wrong? He
2: has, He's He's not important enough year. to be
1: on. He's not important enough to be on this list. Let's be real.
2: He He's a good fourth line. Depth player. Yeah, that's not important team.
1: enough to talk about. We can we can that's add another like thirty guys to that list if that's, that's
2: the case. I only mentioned right. him because because I think Ottawa should trade him. Like it was talked Ottawa about, should like, trade a lot might, of guys. He might not get traded, and it's like, well, you should probably fucking trade him. I also think it's time for the. Uh,
1: speaking mm-hmm. of which, I also think it's time for the Jets to uh, start selling. They're behind the Stars in the standings right now. So if we don't think the stars are making it, the jets probably aren't either. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they again, the jets don't have a lot to sell because they're they, they're not a very great team to be honest. But I saw so somewhere again, we'll talk about this closer to the deadline. But yeah,
2: I saw somewhere that was Mark Shifley. Like someone's reporting it's Mark Shifley's last year as a Jet, which is pretty huge.
1: Well, I mean, he has three years left on his contract at six million dollars. That's a really good this, deal. Yeah. easy-to-fit deal if he's done. Yeah,
2: And the if the relationship's stale, yeah. That'd definitely. be
1: really, 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 really interesting. Um, I don't see Winnipeg winning a cup anytime soon. Again, exactly. To be fair, they were missing uh, Ehlers for the entire, or not the entire year, for a good portion of the year, um, which is a huge hit, but yeah. Might be time for them to tr- tear down and rebuild, but I don't think they will. They have like all their entire top five defensemen locked in for the next three years. So I don't I don't see the box contract. And Hallibucks another two years after this one too. So I feel like they're all in until that deal all those deals expire. Basically. Yeah. Which is also when Shy expires too. But unless he really just wants out. But they should get a haul for How can it you be
2: all in when you're so bad? Like, you're you're so low.
1: Because their top five defensemen are all locked in until 2024. 20, yeah, but that's like... That's the all, and then too. Wheeler, Kyle Connor. You suck, you
2: suck. They're all in.
1: <laughs> and then they have a bunch of RFAs they need to sign, basically. Like they're They're locked in for the next couple years. Like, they have to keep going for it. Or at least, like, trying to be competitive. After that, they can go back. But they... Yeah, they've been bad. I think also part of that is the fact that they've had a bad coach for a while. Now that they have Dave Lowry, I don't, I don't think they've done any better. But they did.
2: Yeah, I don't think this guy's being a step up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, he hasn't had a lot of time. So it's not exactly fair to compare. All right. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Unless anyone has anything else they wanna wanna nope. say, we'll do a more detailed trade deadline episode another time.
0: Yeah, like probably the week before the trade deadline. So still a ways away from that. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We love Bye. you.